Yeah, I had a um, an Astaru once uh, email me, and uh, they were telling me that their their group uh, read the comic. I was like, yay! And then he's the one who told me about they were going to do a a, a theme park in Iceland dedicated to the Norse gods, and it actually was going to be like actually dedicated, oh, but. Wow. Because of the financial crisis, they were unable to finish it. So I was like, oh, I really wanted to go to that. Oh, you wanted oh. to go to the land of the ice and snow? Yes. <laughs> One of the greatest rock songs ever, Neil. Oh, my God, Ben. What? Someone just a couple of days ago posted the entire Daffy Duck Beats the Groovy Ghoulies on YouTube. No! It's on there. It's terrible. Do what? It's what it's, is going on? It's the Warner Brothers gang done by filmation. Yeah, this yeah, is I this was... is what they're making fun of in that episode of uh, Animaniacs, right? Oh my god, this this era of cartoons was like terrible. The oh yeah, the early seventies. Oh my god, everything was terrible. Holy shit, this is shit. Oh yeah. Neil, it's, uh, are you going to buy a copy of Robin and the? I don't know. A fan is asking us to watch it now. I know, and I can't believe somebody just did that out of the blue. We haven't even put the episode up yet. It's uh, what it is is Lou Scheimer made a porno cartoon. You just hear silence. Well, I was waiting for Kitty Hawk to say what. Hey, actually, your uh, your husband knows about obscure films, right? He might actually have this. Oh, God. So I'm going to ask him if he has it. He might. <laughs> Brave star. You going to put that down as a credit? That's a demerit. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Brave Star. Oh, my God. Uh, he says, I have a recording of a broadcast that is not a first-gen copy, is what he says. So, yeah, he has it. Oh, my God. Neil, we need to figure out a way to watch this. This is, this is, we have to get a commentary track of this. We have to make a commentary track of this, I should say. Well, you should invite, probably invite him along for the ride, because... He has this. Uh, I'm going to bookmark this because I might end up buying this. Oh, and here comes the new challenger. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up? I'm Zooey Mert. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you too. Finally. Yeah, we we got the whole gang here and uh, and an echo and an echo. Do you have headphones and and speakers on computer? Or just or just speakers on computer. Um, it's just speakers on a computer. Okay. Um, I have headphones, though. I don't know if that's helpful. You do yeah. have headphones? Yeah, I could plug it in. Uh, no, it's good idea. Let me go get my headphones! Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Neil. Oh, uh, so, Trevor says he would want see if they want... If they want to know about the short-lived RoboCop Marvel animated show. Because I think he has that. Okay, okay. Guys, how's this? Is this better? Huh? Well, let's see. Uh, hello? Hello? There's no echo. Hello? Oh, the, the echo's gone. Oh, is it working? Yeah, it's, it's working. working. Yay! Yay! Success. Okay, hey, good. guys, succeeded as a team. 
uh, while it's on my mind, uh, one of the things I had to uh, bribe Zooey with to get her on the show was that I promised her that we would do an episode about paprika. Paprika? Yes. The yep. spice? Oh, Jeremy yeah. He fucked me with that, dude. He fucked me. Yes, he did. <laughs> what? Destroy All Podcast said an episode about paprika, and she was not on. Oh. Yep. I wanted to be on that podcast, man, and he did it without me. The Webcast Beacon Network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, starting with the Web Comic Beacon, a topical web comics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show. Also, the Web Comic Beacon Newscast recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever tangential discussion of literary and visual memes. And finally, Web Fiction World. Before web comics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. Welcome again to Animation Aficionados. Uh, we are finishing our um, Sunbow uh, block tonight, finally. And uh, I'm your host, Ben, joined by my co-host, TV's Mr. Neil. Showtime synergy. And we have with us our favorite guest, Kitty Hawk. Truly outrageous. And joining us, uh, Zoe. Zoe, oh, good. Fail, restart the podcast. You're fired, Ben. Okay, uh, power through. Okay, and... <laughs> And uh, we're tonight we're talking about Jem and My Little Pony. Uh, let's start with Jem. Jem's about a rich girl that gets richer. Yay! Everybody can be super happy about that, man. And it has one of the best intros of a Sunbow cartoon. Rotoscoping like you wouldn't believe. But then in like the first five seconds, a car swoops in, grabs Jem, and then inexplicably crashes off screen. Yes, and, and, and light effects out the wazoo. That's the best like, thing about the 80s. The lighting yeah, effects. Scratch, mm. scratch effects everywhere. So good. Oh, no. Yeah, my, my husband was, like, constantly saying, like, are these people, like, influenced by Don Bluth? Because, like, <laughs> the the sheer amount of uh, scratch effects and, well, the facial expressions, the, oh, kind of face that kept they kept making. But I was like, that's mostly because it's, like, a girl cartoon and, there's got to be lots of shocked, oh my god, expressions. And what about that 80s fashion? Oh my god. Oh, uh, 80s fashion. Oh, it, so good. Yes, it, it was. It, it's good. It's. Um, I actually missed a lot of that, but like because I was in Japan. But I do love the. You were in Japan. Put, yes. What? Yes. What? Yeah. So there were like. But I do, yes, but it was like, I do like all the ruffles. Like, can we put ruffles on that? Can we put ruffles on ruffles? Let's put ruffles on ruffles on ruffles. The only ruffles I know about are potato chips. Ridges. But, uh, yeah, so, like, ruffles on ruffles on ruffles everywhere. And I, I actually did watch some episodes so I could get ready for the show. And I have to admit that, like, 
they don't really do anything except for like let's just have the let's have the computer do everything. So like, what's the plot of Gem? Just just run it down for, oh, for okay. us. Okay. Okay. So basically, rich girl's dad dies, and she's like, "Boo hoo hoo! How am I gonna, you know, do anything? How am I gonna save the orphanage and all that crap?" And then she finds out she's got a magical computer that can like put holograms places and also like change her clothes and change her into this magic into gem and and so oh my god i just had a realization yes cutie honey for americans yes exactly except except here i'm kind of like except without fighting evil monsters with big breasts it's fighting you know other corporations with music well, yeah, for Americans, you take all the cool shit out. Right? Well, well most, most of the Marvel shit was mostly about, like, fighting corporations and shit like that. So, it was the 80s. I mean... Yeah, fuck those corporations. Yeah, well, I mean, it's basically Wall Street the movie. That is the 80s. Done. Cool. So, yeah. So, Jim is like... And, like, I was watching this, and I was just kept thinking, wow, um... This is just so weird. Like, this whole show is weird because it's like she doesn't actually do much. It's mostly the computer. And there's constant Superman moments where, like, it's, oh, no, I need I need a double. Make a double for me, Synergy. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, I'm over here. Well, Clark Kent can't be Superman. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's you know, the funny thing is, you know, you know, Jim and Holograms never had to go against on stage Cold Slither. Oh, God. That, that's a travesty right there. <laughs> they did have to go up against the Stingers, which were a boy band, which are named the Stingers. Yeah, uh, but they don't have the star power of Cold Slither. Oh, God. Uh, they did have to go up against the Misfits, but I was disappointed. Where, where was Glenn Danzig? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, they were the misfits. Their songs are better. No, they're not. Better, better. I kept hearing bitter. I was like, our songs are bitter, and I was like, well, yes, they are. But why are you describing them as such? <laughs> uh, oh man, I did find that episode where they do go to Woodstock, uh, and unfortunately, it was in Spanish. So, what episode was it? Like episode forty-nine or something like that. And it's because Tech Rat, who's the tech person, you know, because, you know, it's the 80s and computers are magical, um, creates a computer that can send you back in time, but in a quantum leap sort of way because it brings someone back. So there's a bunch of hippies hanging out in the in their little for some reason, they're also in a van, which I'm like, why are you in a van? Wait a minute. Isn't that how the time travel thing worked in Teams Mutant Ninja Turtles 3? Where... Yes. Yeah. It, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the quantum leap thing. Where, like, you know, you leap and then someone, the person that you, you know, switch places with gets sent back. Except here, you do look like. You, you the, do take um, your body with you versus. Yeah. Yes. And the computer also joins them along and is on stage with Jimi Hendrix and. It, it, and oh, they meet Mozart. They meet who else? They meet. They meet a big band guy, and then they meet Jimi Hendrix, which is the part I always remembered because it was just crazy. Why did? Why is this in here? And even like I found this website that had descriptions of the episodes, <laughs> and they even described that episode as now this is the most way out episode of them all. <laughs> so so there so they were at Woodstock. Did they ask who was on stage? No. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, there, apparently Paul Dini wrote an episode, and of course, there's a magician girl in there. Of course. Of course. I didn't get to see that one. We, we didn't get it in time. But I did get to see a Marv Wolf, uh, Wolfman episode. Uh, oh, God, which one was that? That was the... It was that first one he wrote, but um, but most I don't know. I was watching Jim, and I was reminded about how much action was in even girls' cartoons in the '80s, and that's just well, that's basically because the people, same people that were writing the action cartoons for boys, were writing the same for the girls. So it was like, what let's was put some was, action. Here. What was the name of Jim's love interest again? Some Rio. some guy. Rio. Very... Why do I know that? Yeah, Rio, and he does everything. It's like, oh, Rio, thanks for saving me. His name was Rio? Oh, he dances on the sand. (laughs) Oh, Rio. Sorry. (laughs) Wasn't that reporter also in this cartoon too, Neil? Yes, this is this is part of the saga of Hector Ramirez, <laughs> which ties it all together. Which ties together four different Sunbow cartoons. Yes. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, Hector Ramirez ties together Transformers, Gem, and uh, my and uh, not my and, little phone. No, not my <laughs> little phone. GI Joe. That one's a little humanoids. Yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome if they could somehow have tied My Little Pony into the universe, but no, they did. They didn't get to that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I barely watched Jim. I, I all I remember is just is you know th- this computer. It's a, didn't they do like this weird synthesizer voice to her? Or was it just a regular woman talking? And what for synergy? Uh, I think it really was just a woman talking because I didn't notice any like, like alteration but then again that might just be because i like sort of filtered it out see i remember is uh, my sister watched two cartoons every morning before seven o'clock every week morning weekday morning and it was always gem first and second was uh, the uh sailor moon dub sailor moon yeah okay yeah my sister was a huge sailor moon fan and okay so that was the le- okay so it was in syndication at that point yeah Jem and sailor moon together was oh wow that's a that's a back-to-back combo and that's when she sat on you and made you watch sailor moon right uh- <laughs> look she's she's a major in the air force now you can kid around about that but she's tough <laughs> oh okay the one i watched was broadway magic that one was done by marv wolf wolfman i actually watched that one that was it was an okay episode. It tied up. It tied up nicely with a, with a moral like, uh, celebrities are people too. You know, leave them alone. So it wasn't. So, it, but the celebrity didn't go all crazy like that. The Mel Gibson movie Paparazzi, right? No, 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 no. Not which not, was which was a thinly veiled revenge fantasy. Mel. I didn't see that one, uh, but I I do remember the. Um, trailers for that it, no it, it's actually the most thinly veiled revenge fantasy i've ever seen in my life and i watched but B- chartman okay Crusher's. wait 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 is this the one where he like ends up like killing the guy or something the guys he kills like five paparazzis in a row no i have seen that yeah i did see that <laughs> i i've forgotten that i'd seen that because that was so bad yeah like i said I, yeah, that's so- amazing because like apocalypto is like one of my favorite movies because it's so terrible <laughs> so the moral was that that uh 
stars or people too. Was, was Chris Crocker in this episode? <laughs> Leave <laughs> Jem alone! I'm serious! Oh, I think because he wasn't born at that point. Oh. But if he had been, he probably would have been in it. But he probably no. would have been a Jem fanboy. Yeah, like yeah, he definitely he definitely. Oh man, there's actually an episode called Brit Rock, and I was thinking for a minute, minute like Britney, but then I remembered, oh yeah, Brit. <laughs> so maybe that one was for him. Uh-huh. And there's a shit ton of this. There's like 65 episodes of this. Oh, that's the magic. That's the magic syndicate. number. I know, but that's still ridiculous. Every Sunbow production reached the magic syndication number, didn't they? Well, I, mean, I believe so. Well, yeah, well. Except for the Super Sunday shows. Oh, I don't don't think Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines reached sixty-five. I know, (laughs) I know, I know. Robotics didn't. But weren't those like almost like you know, let's try these out sort of deals? Yeah. Yeah, So it's kind of like those cartoon cartoons thing on. Those are the magic uh, five. Yeah. So let's talk about Animation Studios for Jim. Acom. Acom. All Acom. No, no. Toei was mostly in the beginning. And then I think Acom came in a little later. Like after after like the first five episodes, or is it more than that? No, it it looks like that. Uh, Toei Toei actually did most of the work, but they used Acom for like back like for in between and things like that. So Toei did the keyframes. Oh yeah, and you can definitely tell it's Toei because the entire time I was watching this, I was like having flashbacks to like anime because. I kept thinking, this is anime. No, wait, this is, this is what. And like, that was a thing that I actually, while I was watching this, I was having this, like, remembering when I went to Japan, I thought, man, all the cartoons look sort of like American cartoons. What's going on here? (laughs) And then I came to the realization that, oh, they're all made in Japan. Okay. (laughs) Cause that's when I saw DuckTales and that's when I realized it. Yeah, DuckTales yeah, like, was actually was actually one of the few things done by an American animation team at Disney. It was uh, yeah, Disney. Because like yeah, because like I when stuff. I learned, learned that that was American, but like everything I was watching in America was made by Japanese. Pete, you know, it was like oh, my brain is breaking. And later Koreans. Yeah, well, Kore- Koreans were doing the mostly in between back then, and then got bumped up, and now the Japanese use. Chinese now, I think primarily. Um, no, Koreans still do a lot of work. Just no, no, they they do a lot of work, but I know that they're moving over to using Chinese, and I know that the Koreans are even moving to using the Chinese. So well, it's the, like the Koreans are doing really good work. I mean, some oh, yeah. Koreans' houses are as good as TMS now. Oh no, no, no! I mean, like a lot, some of the anime that's like uh, airing lately is actually done by Koreans. It's like not even done by Americans. Like, uh, let's see, what was that? show that came out now there was a show that was done by the no that was done by the Ch- chinese but anyway yeah definitely the koreans are doing some good work but, but not, like, at, not at acom well you know there are some some studios that just aren't like a- stellar. A- acom is our is the podcast little bitch so well i mean it it's, it's 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 <laughs> like uh let's see what was that what was that animation studio well studio perot and you know you get to episode Two and like the animation starts falling apart. Well, or Kennedy animation. Oh, oh god. The pain. The horror. The horror. But uh, but 
but yeah, Jim, it's a, was there ever any sort of long story arc or is it always the same thing where, 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 no, no, there was, it was, it was a long story arc. Like the first, like shit, I'd say the first eight episodes, it was all one long story. Um, in fact, like my husband kept remarking on, dang, there's just cliffhanger after cliffhanger. And so it wasn't the it wasn't the same oh the band's gotta play again to save the orphanage over and over again. It's well, I mean different that, that, that story comes up a bit, but it's just mostly like it it each episode sort of leads into the next one, which is really cool because it's sort of like it's like a soap opera. So it's like for you know hey here's soap opera for girls. And it's about but, you know, all soap operas for girls. Yeah, Classical. I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> but I'm just saying for for girls, not women, girls. So who were some of the other members of the holograms? There? Um, oh God, I don't remember their names. Don't they? Like, don't, they don't they have like? Don't they have like a, each minority represented here? Oh yeah, yeah. Media. Yeah, there's Kimber, who is Jerrica's little sister. Aja, who's like, oh yeah, she's Asian. Uh, Shanna, who's black. And then Rhea, who comes on, I think, later. Yeah, she comes on later. She's not even part of the original. And then uh, you have Tiffany, who represents the mole people race. Yeah, Tiff- she comes in later, even, too. Yeah, Tiffany. I don't remember Tiffany. <laughs> uh, I think I think she was making a joke. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think, I think we're alone now. Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. Okay, uh, and then of course the misfits, and I like that they had like Stormer is sort of good, and she wants to help, but oh no, she's being pressured to be bad. Peer pressure. Yeah, and then the Stingers, who are dudes, and they look like ladies. <laughs> wait, they were all dudes. Yeah, weren't they? Wait, wait, what? I I thought I thought two of them were girls. <laughs> Phoebe and Ingrid. Oh, she. Okay, okay. I was going to say. Okay, okay, that's a chick. Okay, I thought those were, uh, for some reason I thought they were dudes, but that's because I probably was putting my, oh, it's glam rock, so those are probably dudes. Because I didn't really see those episodes, so. I don't think too many people saw those episodes. Yeah, that old Houdini magic I know is like the one we were going to download that was a Paul Dini episode. I think they show up in that one. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, all I remember, really all I remember of Jim was that there were lots of explosions and it was really action oriented and watching it again. Yeah. It's, that's basically Jim. It's like, it's not a great show. It's you can watch it. It's that's like, it's like eighties hair rock. It's, it's just lots, lots of density, but little. If it's, if it's on, you could definitely watch it. It's one of those kind of shows. It's, it's not, it's not great, but if it were on, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I could watch this. Okay, and uh, Zoe? Yes. Your your take on Jim and the holograms? Uh, my take is mostly I watched it a really long time ago and didn't pregame for this properly. Uh, it's just like a vague, sparkly orgy of computers and graphics and girls with fluffy hair and cute outfits. Mm. Uh, Nothing really stuck in my head, particularly. I actually that. forgot about Jim for years until I read this one webcomic. I even forgot which webcomic it is. But it's about this little boy back in the 80s who who loved this show and, and actually called on Sergi to help him fight a bully, and then the bully beats him up. <laughs> yeah, Jim is sort of like one of those series that you just sort of remember, and you're like, oh, yeah, Jim. But 
when you actually try to remember any plot lines, you're kind of hard pressed to remember, except that you remember, well, she transforms. I mean, it's, it's admirable that the bullpen, at least like when you're watching it, you're, you're, you're sort of engrossed, but it's not something you're like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta tune in next week. So good job bullpen, but I hope it sold a bunch of toys. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, GeekCastRadio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on GeekCastRadio.com. Grab your helmets because it's time to assemble Mask. The GeekCast Radio Network has launched Mask Mayhem with your hosts Optimus Solo and TFG and Mike. This podcast covering all 75 episodes of Mask will feature in-depth analysis of every episode, talk on the toys, and more. Mask Mayhem will run 30 podcast episodes. You can find us in iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Get your spectrums ready as podcasting is the ultimate weapon. So uh, let's move on to My Little Pony. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. Yes, so it's a main event. Fighting my time for. <laughs> I have a lot to say about ponies, man. So this is the, we're talking about Gen the one. the '80s show, the uh, the original one, Gen One. It's a, a you know, it's a... And I watched the movie last night. Yay! Yeah, the funny thing about the movie is that it's half Toei, half Acom, and you can it's tell. A, is it? it you can. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which movie? There's more than what? one. Yeah. Are you yeah. Going with well, the goofy thing ta- or the like nightmare demon? Because like I'm all. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not talking about the pilot. We're talking about the movie. No, the, no, the one that. Was in we're the talking era. about the old ponies, right? In the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gen ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gen one. Yeah. Well, uh, I think what she's talking about is. Uh, yeah, the pilot is kind of thought of as a movie, but it's it's not really. It's, it's just. Only, it's only wait. 22 minutes. Yeah, it's. No, it's no, no, Sandy no, no, movie. Like with the nightmare demon thing. That's a movie, dude. That's a movie. Uh, are you talking about the schmoo one, or are you talking about the Shh. one with like the uh, the uh, centaur dude? Centaur dude. That's actually wait, wait, only wait, wait. that. That's only twenty two minutes. That's actually no, a no, pop- no, 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 no. Wait, wait, no. Don't you guys remember? They like there's this demon thing, and he wants to catch the ponies to make them his nightmare ponies. Yeah, yeah, that's what that I'm that talking was, about. That that's was that wasn't twenty two minutes. Yeah, it, it was twenty two minutes. minutes. What? No. This is fucking up my universe, dude. No. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Okay. I watched it this morning, and I didn't think it was only 22 minutes, but it is only 22 minutes. And it's hilarious because they're, like, attacked. Firefly goes to Earth, finds Megan, says, get on. Megan gets on. They sing a song. (laughs) She goes to the palace. All the ponies greet her. She's like, yay. Suddenly, ponies get taken off by dragons. And they say, we got to go find the Moo Chick. And she's already calling the ponies to her friends. And it's only been five minutes. That's right. Hey, man, they're yeah. my friends that haven't even met them yet. Well, I, the way I thought about it was <laughs> if, 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 color came, if like candy-colored ponies came up to me and said, hey, we're your friends, I'd be like, I don't even know you, but you are. <laughs> and then you eat the candy that they give you. Yes, yeah, magical sad. adventure. Yeah, so so the uh, what, what's amazing to me, Neil? Didn't you tell? Didn't you tell me that the guy who voiced act, acted as Robin started on My Little Ponies? 
Yeah, he was in he was in the movie. I don't. God damn it, I don't remember his name now. Did he sound like a psychotic psychotic asshole like he does now? No, he doesn't. But you will recognize his voice. Okay, that was back when he was actually a kid, not trying to sound. Yeah, young. he was he was actually a kid. Okay. And, was he the bo- was he the boy? Um, like in the series or? Yeah, if, if there's this this show is so girlified that the only male there's called the boy of the series. Yeah, uh, I forgot what his name was. It was like it started with Danny. That was it. Let's see, Danny. Well, you know, of course, every every Sunbow cartoon, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, and Danny was his name. And uh, now I don't I don't know if it was him. Probably it was probably him or what was it? What's his name? What's the name of the act of the voice actor? But yeah, it's a. Uh, Scott saw, Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who did he play? He he has this horrifyingly, uh, you know, sinister sounding voice now that uh, that's only good for playing psychotic people. So it it was perfect for Teen Titans, Robin. <laughs> yeah, I think he I think he was Danny because he would have been about the right age. So the. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, My Little Pony. Uh, the plot is about ponies and things happen. So well, I mean, they're ponies and they got a castle and uh, they trap human children to come help them do things because they can't do things for themselves. They don't have thumbs, dude. Thumbs. Ah, I got it first, Ben. <laughs> it's like really seriously. I watched a few episodes just to jog my memory, and it really is like Megan and Molly do every goddamn thing for the ponies and ponies are all like oh we can't do anything for ourselves ponies are hella codependent oh my yeah goodness. i know they are they don't have opposable and, thumbs not until if anybody the, codependent mm. and, until the human is gone and when the human is gone suddenly they can do things again they're like oh yeah i forgot i have magic let me use that why would you use your magic when you can make someone do it for you exactly and this Friendship is probably is this is <laughs> oh. uh, no, actually, love is magic now. Uh, since the last episode, what? Uh, last episode of Friendship is Magic uh, with Queen Chrysalis and all that. But back to the G one. But anyway, back to G one. I think the reason I had a, when I played, I had the GI Joes, and my well, my brother had GI Joes, and I had My Little Ponies. My Little Ponies would always enslave the GI Joes and make Big them crossover wars. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't win because cavalry always wins over infantry because you know we didn't have any of the vehicles. Oh. So, yeah, so um, they would always get enslaved, and I'd make my brother play. You know, like I'd say, okay, now the GI Joes have to build the moat around the castle, so they better get to work. <laughs> and and then he would be like, yeah, they should totally have to do that. Oh wait, I have to do that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I wasn't the only one, Neil, that was pressured. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, we we sometimes My Little Ponies would get you know overthrown because like the they they would sabotage the My Little Ponies by like you know poisoning the apples or something like that. But good times, good times. But anyway, back to the actual show. Yes, they enslave children <laughs> to do all of their bidding. To brush them at night and make sure their hay is or paint proper. things. I mean, oh, and then like I watched the movie, and when I was a little girl, 
Now, if you haven't seen the movie, the mo- the movie is basically the end of Flutter Valley. Well, no, it's not the end of Flutter Valley, but it's basically they go find they okay, so there's these evil witches, and you can tell that the animation studio, like Toei, loved the hell out of the villains. Because yeah. every single scene with the villains it's just so well animated. It like totally clashes with the rest of the movie. Well, like I said, it's two different animation studios working on the movie. All the yeah, ponies were done by by Acom. All yeah. the villains were done by Toei, and you could yeah. tell. Yeah, and you mm. can tell that they even loved like not. And when I say they love the villain, I'd say like the main villain, the witch. You can tell they love her because like she gets the best animation, and so yeah, it's really clashing as you go back and forth because like. By this point, like, okay, if you watch the pilot of My Little Pony, uh, those those ponies look really good. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, and those are Toei ponies. Now, you go look at the actual show where Acom's doing it, and it's like they're turned into Moe blobs. They're just like, <laughs> they're barely ponies with little legs. And especially like when they get to the baby ponies, which apparently baby pony means shorter pony not let's make it actually look more you know infant infantile kind of like how they do the new show younger with bigger eyes and smaller features and and like lauren did a really good job on making the baby ponies look baby they they look miniature they look like children it in my little pony you can't sometimes you can't even tell what what the age of this pony is unless either a human or another or a larger pony is on screen. Otherwise you're like, why are these ponies talking like they're mentally disabled? Because be lofty. Don't like is literally a line from the show. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, Oh God. Are these ponies like become Dinobots? I know. And I, and then I realized, Oh, they're baby ponies. And that's when I remembered that's about when I remember stop. I stopped watching was like when, it became the let's have tons of baby ponies on uh, on the screen because it did become that. Oh, no. Like, let's have a bunch of baby ponies. And it looks like that's actually when the show got canceled. Awesome. Ooh. How many episodes of the, the My Little Ponies run? I sadly did. All, it, let's see. That's harder okay. to pin down. Because... It, actually, it actually ran for 50 episodes in the... Uh, original run and then it had 15 in the my little pony and friends so that is 65 right there magic syndication number yeah yeah and i did see the one with the big brother ponies and that was um uh special because <laughs> that was pretty bad because like the big brother ponies still look like the female ponies except they have unsured fetlocks and uh which if you if there's any bronies out there you know what that means uh, oh my god and there is uh as one of the comments put it gay macintosh because he what? says yup one of the ponies says yup so you can tell that was brayburn right there and then like not brayburn uh big macintosh and there's even a brayburn like you can tell oh there's brayburn is there a gala uh, uh who uh, all the things we're saying now for our listeners are varieties of apples. I made the joke by saying oh, this for a Oh, okay, that one of whoosh. And even as someone who names my I, my apple products after apples, because like I named my Macintosh uh, 
Brayburn before the show, and now it's like, yay, it's named after a pony, even though it wasn't. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, as an aside, I, I I love Gala apples as out of hand apples because they are just the right size for a quick snack and. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Twinbee Gala is actually the name of my iPhone. Because uh, yeah, I found out, like, someone named the variety of Apple after Twinbee the game. How cool is that? Uh, anyway, but back to My Little Pony. Like, Flutter Valley, like, how they get they get the Paradise Estate in the movie is, like, this thing called the, the Smoo or something. Like, takes over, like, the valley and, like, covers it up in, like, goop. And the moo chick who seems to be the guy who just like, oh, here's the thing that makes you win. Enjoy. Uh, builds them a new house since Paradise Estate. And I remember seeing that and going, wow, that's pretty cool. And that toy was like $200. So I never, you know, needless to say, I never had it. But Plus shipping and handling? Yeah, if you're getting it out of the Sears catalog. Ooh, the Sears catalog! Yeah, they literally oh. go to Tony Randall, Muchik, who is Tony Randall, and he, yes. goes, he goes, oh, your your castle is under purple goop. Here's your new playset. Yeah. yeah, I know. And, like, and I it remember... descends from the sky, and it looks like a plastic playset play in the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, and my it, God. That, that's, that's, that's almost as bad as – talk about toys really briefly. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but when the original Star Wars came out, they didn't have the toys ready. So they're like, here, buy this piece of cardboard. We'll send you toys. We promise. That's awesome. Kenner quality. <laughs> and that's uh, what but, really happened, too. It was a... No, no, no. I don't put that past Kenner. Kenner was quality. Uh, but back to Paradise Estate, they do talk about how spacious it is in the um, in the movie, like explain what each room is. And I do remember after seeing this movie, as we were walking out, I overheard an adult say, God, they just made this movie to sell toys. And I remember thinking... Yeah, they really did, and I really now want a Flutter Pony really damn bad. It's much so, more blatant than even the Transformers movie. Because yeah. Transformers <laughs> never never said, oh, look, here is Omega Supreme, only $59.99. Exactly. Like the my, but I think in My Little Pony, like the Big Brother episode is really fucking over the head. You, you will fucking buy this, because it's like the Big Brother ponies, and they keep saying Big Brother ponies, and it's like, Okay, you really want me to buy a Big Brother pony? Okay, I get it. Yeah, it, well, the big thing is, you know, this is such a blank, quick commercial, but back to Transformers, the movie, really quickly. You know, the toy that all the kids wanted wasn't Rodimus or Hot Rod. Uh-uh. Maybe Cop. No, what the, the toy that the, everyone wanted was fucking Unicron, which, yeah. which, which didn't come out for like 20 years. I know. Like, what, what the fuck, guys? Well, did he ever come out in Japan or... No. Okay. I would have settled for the head, you know, would have yeah. off the end of the movie. That would have been an awesome place. Yeah, but I do remember when the Unicron came out, my husband was like, I want it so bad. Uh, oh, man. And then I watched this episode. It was called Spike Search. And it's, well, it's basically remade recently as uh, Dragon Quest in the recent show. So <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, so here, here's a question. It's I know this is going to be the stupidest question in the world. Is there any link between the old show and the new show? There's a lot of the storylines from the original show have been brought into the uh, new show. And originally, the characters were supposed to be 
from the original show, like Surprise and Twilight and Applejack. But the only reason that they weren't introduced was because uh, Hasbro wanted more trademarkable names because they lost the trademark on some of them because it had been too much time. And also because, well, a lot of those names aren't very trademarkable. So they said to Lauren, go back and do it again. So there's, there's some continuity, like there's spike and, and some of the things are the same. And that like in the original show, ponies don't use their hooves. They use their mouths. And that's sort of been carried into the original, into the new show. But, they forget and even forget in the original show sometimes because sometimes a pony will start picking up something and you're like, how's the pony doing that? <laughs> yeah. Except that I really like it when they forget like that the ponies can't manipulate things with their hooves because I just want the ponies just to manipulate things with their hooves. Come on, the ponies <laughs> are already talking. I think they've got Powerpuff Girl hands. It it's kind of like Strong Bad typing with his boxing gloves. So, yeah, uh, exactly. so, so Zoe, any thoughts here on the hoof? Yeah, we, uh, we're kind of like leaving her in the dust. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just trying to like, uh, I'm more used to just screaming incoherent rage things. I'm like, oh, they're actually like researching this stuff and being coherent. When do I say bad no, words? Let's scream, oh God. No. Let's scream about ponies. So like, uh, what 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 parts of the ponies do you remember? Like crazy things like that happened in the show. Oh, my God. Really? Like, I didn't watch the show as much as I, like, watched the pilot over and over. Like, <laughs> I didn't really go for the show that much. I was more into Lady Lovely Locks and, like, Ninja Turtles. I, I watched the show when it was on, but, like, I was really into the pilot thing. I would just watch that fucking oh, no. thing over and over and over. The Toei animation. Yeah, the well, pilot. because it was it was so well animated. I mean, if you watch the rest of the show, it's like, ugh. And it's really, it's I mean, it was pretty blah. The show was kind of blah. And why the fuck is there an apple pony? What? <laughs> I just can't wrap my mind around why there's an apple-themed pony and she's a main character. And in the new show, she's a main character. Apples, why? They're such a stupid fruit. Everyone knows oranges are better. Everyone well, knows. <laughs> well, there is an orange family in the new show. Like, they're what? relatives of Applejack. They live well, in the city. Well, you know, we talk about apples and oranges. What, you know... Buddha's hands, that that's where you get the good flavor. <laughs> anyway, oh. um Yeah, I killed oh. that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, um yeah, the pilot was so much better than the rest of the show. Cause like I, I actually when rewatching the show a bit, I remember like about when I checked out and it's like about when the baby pony started showing up, it was like, Oh god, this is gonna get because it was it was like okay well, they're asking these creamy hammers to do this much okay they're asking them to draw some cuter younger ponies okay that that's too much well it, it just sort of gets confusing like what's the age of this pony <laughs> and also things start becoming mo- like I said moey blobs and uh, and then I did actually see a few episodes like I'll even get into like Gen three for a minute I saw a couple episodes of Gen three and oh Jesus Christ. Describe. Uh, describe. G- uh, just imagine Gen Gen two, but I mean Gen one, except lot worse. Like even more girly, and I they don't even think of them as ponies anymore. Now they're just they just look like ponies. So I have to say, like Gen one, as bad as it gets, better than Gen three. 
but Gen, I'm, I'm starting to get an appreciation for Gen 4, only in that I really like some of the stuff they've done in it, not particularly the plot lines. The plot lines are still kind of like the original show, which is sometimes they forget what was going on. Or, hey, let's just do a gimmick. Yay! Yeah. So... Unfortunately, so, girls, girl. Unfortunately, girls shows get fu- usually fucked, and My Little Pony is slightly better than most, and Jem is definitely better than most. At least Jem had a fucking plot. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Uh, any other topics, Neil? Uh, well, I've, oh. I, I've been trying to like poke in about the pilot myself. Is that it's it's kind of rough for what you would think of as a girls' cartoon back then. Because it was so dark, I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is My Little Pony." They're doing this, and then it was never like that again. <laughs> no, it was like no, the like, very next episode. It was like candy and lollipops, sunshine yeah, like, and lollipops. And- I think what happened is is like once that was released. Oh yeah, sunshine lollipops. But I think once it was released, I think they realized they had gone off over the top and. Yeah, maybe a bit. I, I actually thought it was super cool, and I wish that they had kept with that. But there was there's always like that feeling: girls can't handle that. They need magic and rainbows. <laughs> they had that feeling, or is it more than a feeling? Oh, but <laughs> let's see. Like Lady Lovely Locks, at least she, you know, there was some action. You know, you think I of she that show a lot. Yeah, like I, I like love that, that show. Yeah, I love that show, too. But, like, My Little Pony just sort of became so blasé. There was hardly any conflict. Though, like, in the episode with the Big Brother Ponies, and the reason I bring this one up is because it's really fresh on my mind because it was like, what the fuck kind of story? There was, like, this this witch who was, like, stealing the pony's youth, and so you saw these shriveled-up old ponies, and it's like... Oh, God! Oh, Creepy! So they did keep some of the creepiness in the later episodes, just not the full-on, here are demons they had in the pilot. And, of course, you know, sea ponies, you can't forget sea ponies. Dude, the song... (laughs) That shit was so epic. I love that song. Oh, I do love that someone did a uh, parody recently with, like, Lyra the sea pony, where, like, when, uh, I think it was Scootaloo and Sweetie Belle, or was it well, two of the Crusaders, Cutie Mark Crusaders, sink down to the bottom of the ocean. I think it's in a Mr. Ponyator animation. And uh, they see Lyra the Sea Pony. And she's like, God! And she pulls out a, a, a boom box and plays the song and starts sort of shimmying to it. Like, oh, God, we got to do the stupid song. So that was that's pretty good. Well, let's talk about some of the commercials that ran. Weren't the commercials still done by Toei the, when they did the cartoon parts? Yeah, I believe those were done by Toei because, like, you could tell that the animation quality was kind of cranked up on those. Just like, just like the, uh, just like the other, uh, you know, just like the Transformers oh, commercials. Definitely. I yeah. didn't even think about looking that up. Yeah, it probably was. Uh, but yeah, I do remember the commercials. I think that's what most people remember when they remember, like. My Little Pony, they remember the pilot, they remember the commercials, because they were so better animated, because, like, the show is not well animated at all. In fact, like, The Simpsons nailed it when they showed, like, I think they had a parody of it with some candy ponies, and it was like, yeah, that is basically the show. Are you talking about the elves, the cute little elves, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, and those are, that's a dead-on, like, 
Yeah, that is exactly what My Little Pony was like. I remember that they were they were aiming to do that as more of a running joke, but after like the first season, they're like, "Yeah, let's stop this." Well, yeah, I think they well they also got away from like the original you know theme of working class family. Everything is terrible. So to the wacky but, adventures of Homer. Yeah. Oh, the Homer show. Oh my God, that show is still on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. And then I, I I also realized like going back and watching My Little Pony how many like species you know different kinds of races there were in the show I didn't realize like I I I didn't remember like a lot of these things like that there were elves and I do remember the bush woolies and things like that but and like they have carried that on into G into G four with Friendship is Magic with like minotaurs and griffins. But they're more, like, mythological now, as opposed to, in the original show, they were all, like, orig- sort of based on on something else, but all, like, had their own names, like Bushwoolies and Furbobs and things like that. But I guess that's because mythology's more in now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't suppose the Grundles have found their way into the new show, have they? No, they actually have. That That's the weird thing. A lot of the, the stuff from the original show hasn't come in like there's no sea ponies which i kind of like where are the sea ponies but um, maybe they're waiting maybe they're making you want it i think that might actually show up in season three i mean why not let's do it um there was a zebra oh. in the original episode in the original series i found out really? it was like yeah he was like a uh like a producer or something so oh it my like, god what i'm watching the clip of the movie where the place that comes down <laughs> Yes. I told you. Yeah, yeah, the fucking playset. There it's so it is. Blatant. It they literally I think they used <sighs> the actual playset as yeah, they did. model. Yeah, that is the play because I, I remember that playset because I remember going to see it all the time when it was in the store, just thinking, God, I wish I had two hundred dollars. <laughs> but you know, because, like in nineteen eighty six, two hundred dollars is like, you know four hundred dollars. Because when you actually like, draw it like that, it doesn't make it look very big. No, no, it doesn't. Set in the sky. Cool. But like, uh, actually, I'm kind of glad I didn't get that thing because that thing was ridiculous. It was also really big, and it came a giant uh, cardboard box. Like, I remember that thing was huge. I think it was actually as big as the aircraft carrier from G.I. Joe. Oh, my God, the USS Flag. Oh, I knew someone who had that thing, and I was so jealous. And that thing was is like, like that thing is like the size of a bed. It is. It is. It is six feet. It was six feet long. Oh shit! And like, I remember, I we really wanted it, but like, I knew we were never going to get it. But our parents came up with the lame excuse of, "But if we move, it's going to be very hard to move that." You've got to understand. <laughs> and I, and Here's I was, a Nintendo. Shut up. Well, well I, I had that. I had a. Uh, I, I had the Ghostbusters uh, fire station. Ooh, no, Lucky. we didn't. We had the Ninja Turtles van, and we had several like ships because, like, we constantly get ships because my dad was in the Navy. So, yay, we get ships as presents. Awesome. Oh, how 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 appropriate. <laughs> Yes, and here's a guy who also has the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van. 
Actually, I liked all the ships because ships can't be used against ponies. Oh, that photo. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, ship. Oh, but going back, ships can't be used on ponies. So I liked how my brother would get ships as presents. See, there's one thing that pisses me off about this van, just to go on a tangent here, is they put all this fucking work on like the first two thirds of it. And and the last part is just simple fabrication of some fucking windows. And they're like, no, we're just going to do a decal. Well, maybe they, you know, maybe that's the, um, it's a, it's a fully functional van, dude. I mean, you don't want people looking in, right? If you did this much to it, people are already going to be looking in. Uh, not, you don't want them to look in if this is a van. (laughs) Or alternatively, you could have just not put those windows on there. I don't think, I don't think even the, the biggest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan would even notice that the windows weren't there. Yeah, to put but a I big fat could... decal on there is like saying, I'm being lazy. Well, he could, well, what I would have done is I honestly would have put tinted glass or mirror glass right back there. That would have been a lot better. But I can understand that maybe, like, he had already, yeah, he definitely had gone this far with the fabrication. Perhaps he ran out of money. Well, that's actually the easiest part. I could do that for, like, 60 bucks. But I guess he just was like, fuck it. I don't know. We'll never know. Maybe we can... Because, like, where is this? If you look oh. at the amount of t- detail done on the freaking front uh, hubcap, that's a yeah. lot of work, and that's expensive work. He's in California, so I don't know where that is. Maybe we can find out who this guy is. Like, there's, pre- there's people who found out where that chick was in Sweden within, like, five minutes. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, th- that's the only thing that pisses me off about it is all this work, and then all of a sudden like, yeah, I'm just going to slap the fucking decal on there. Not even just going to leave it green. I would love to see you, <sighs> like, tell those people in person. Just like, yeah, that's really nice, but you, but your black windows are decals. That's that's pretty lame. He'd probably say, shut up. I have the Turtomobile. What do you have? I'm trying to think of an answer that doesn't get me arrested. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying that's what his answer is going to be. Now, I agree with you that I am kind of disappointed that, you know, he didn't go all the way. But eh, it gets a B for you know B for effort. Well, it, it, to me, it's, it's the fact that it's two thirds finished. No, no, but I'm just saying, you know, he did more than I have done, so he gets a B. Because okay. I, I do I ha- do I have one? No, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna go right ahead and say his his is better than mine. Yay! Okay, I just want to say that really no, quick. No, no, I, no, I understand. I understand, but I'm just saying, you know, he's done more than I have. Oh, well, yay. Okay, so back to the ponies. Uh, so, G1 ponies, uh, overall, would you watch, would you recommend the show to people? I uh, would recommend the toys, the show, watch the, pi- watch the pilot, and that's all I'd recommend watching. In the first half of the movie? Yeah, you could watch the second pilot because the second pilot's also Toei. Yeah, like watch those. The movie, the movie has some good moments. The villains are very well animated, and I would say the movie is much better than like the rest of the show. So if you want to go ahead and watch it, it's worth it just for like, like I said, the villains and Tony Randall singing, which is you know Doctor Lau meets the ponies. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Zoe, what about you? What what do you say about the series? Recommend? Not recommend? 
I wouldn't really recommend it. You can get all the pony needs that you need from like the movie and the pilot. Like yeah. other than that, it's like why, why, you know? So yeah, and if you really are like hitting up for ponies after that, uh, there's the new show which is sort of in the same spirit but a lot better. And if you really want something even better, there's a lot of fan stuff that's a lot of fun. Like honestly. If you if you put any other species into My Little Pony, it totally works. So My Little Pony is just basically every girl's fantasy, a world full of ponies. So well, you, and you, every brownie's fantasy. Well, you forgot <laughs> to mention the, the short-lived but much better uh, uh, male-oriented show, My Big Clydesdale. Oh, what? It's, it's a joke, Neil. There's oh. no real serious. <laughs> My little yeah. heart's down. It's so <laughs> It is very big. Oh, God. It's, I, I just had to throw that in there. See, no. see you'll actually believe that I was, uh, I was talking about a real show that that's. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, waiting no, for no, no. They didn't do like they did boy version of, uh, of Dora or. Well, what's his name? Uh, Diego. Go, Diego, go. Oh, God. I love the I love the crossover episode of that by the way, and I don't know what you're talking about. There was a She's My Little it. Pony. Okay, I gotta say this: there's a My Little Pony live show called The World's Biggest Tea Party. Just gotta say that there's a live show. What? No. Uh, it was based on no, um, no, it's Gen Three, so no, thank you. I will stay away from Gen Three. So it's, it's about the same level as the Ninja Turtles uh, rock uh, live show. Yeah. Well, that that actually, I think, probably is better. I remember that fondly. Now, will I watch it again? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave it in my memories to be a happy thing. Okay. Well, uh, let's see here. I think we should wrap up this uh, special, Neil. What do you say? Well, I just want to throw in one last little thing about My Little Pony and Friends, which is that you should never watch the second half of the show because it's it's got the glow friends, it's got Jada Head kids. Oh yeah. And I think in the second season shit, what was the other one? Moon Dreamers. The Moon Dreamers, yeah. And I don't think any of them were worth were worth watching. In fact Oh no no. Well, these the are Potato Head the Potato Head kids. It's the only Mr. Potato Head cartoon that I know of. And it'll Marvel's make, it'll, involved. Yeah, but, and it'll it'll make you cry for Don Rick. But but Moon Dreamers, it, it has to be good. John Semper puts it on his resume. Well, fuck John Semper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's the perfect note to end this. And so this is Ben. With TV Fisher Neil. And Kitty Hawk of... Oh, go, go first. <laughs> no, you go, you go, you go. Okay. And Kitty Hawk of SGBY.com, your one-stop shop for sexy fun. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why did I let you go first? That sounded so good. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Zooey. Jesus, fuck. I'm Zooey. Hey. Hey. Okay, and we're saying good night. Night. Oh, wow. Bye. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Greg. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? That's right. It's Joe News, reviews, and special guests like you've never heard them before delivered right to your MP3 player. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. Hey. We're just kidding, Chuck. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. Hey. It's What's on Joe Mind. 
every week on the Geekcast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. Can I say something about Transformers? No! I just joined your Montrose chat. Montrose is chatting. Yay! But it's, but it's idlers. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Let me see. Yay, I'm back. Yay! Okay, let's see here. Yay, okay. Okay. Okay, and uh, I see the professor, but where's Marianne? Oh! Who is no. the professor? Uh, John Wu. He does uh, Okashina Okashi. Uh, oh. Strange Candy. It's a webcomic. Uh, he also does, like, uh, make a comic. He, like, teaches kids writing through comics. Okay. He, uh, he hangs out on the forums a lot. Okay. So. We're all art dorks here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, so Kitty Hawk is probably going to be able to get us a copy of Robin and Dreamweaver's. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, now his, uh, his demands are he wants to talk about the RoboCop Marvel animated show. Is that the one where they actually show Red Foreman going to town on Murphy in the intro credits? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says he wants to talk about that. So, yeah. It's, much, I think... it, it's the better Robo, RoboCop cartoon because it's not the one where Murphy's happy as a robot. He, he always tells me about this. Like, he, like the only reason I know that is he's described this to me, but I've never seen it. So I'm going to have to see this, too. But he wants. He said like he would like to do that. But, yes, he will definitely get you a copy of... Uh, of Robin in the Dreamweavers. Yeah, so yes, let, let we'll get that for you. And we you're talking about this RoboCop cartoon, and you can actually you can actually see Red Foreman going to town on Murphy in the intro. Well, I love he actually looks. Yeah, like I Red think this Foreman. is it. Yeah, I remember actually. No way, I've seen this. I think I'm like one of the few people that actually saw this. I have seen it too, and it's much better than RoboCop Alpha Commando. Because that I'm one kidding. is where RoboCop's happy. He's a robot. He's like Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh, but I do. We did actually get some action figures from this. Mm. We've got uh, Captain Capitalism or whatever his name is. We got one of those. We we still need to do a show on American Sentai, Neil. What, let's put some American Sentai cartoons. Uh, there's uh, there's Mummies Alive. There's King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. There's got to be more. Oh, King Arthur. Me and, me and Jeremy have been doing that. Oh, like, yeah. I'm now, I'm like, that was really big, like, in the late 90s. Oh, wow. A.V. Arad did King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. He uh, was involved in everything back then. I, you know what? You know what? This actually makes me think that he's better than John Semper. Because that show is actually camp, but it knew it was camp. Okay. It oh, actually yeah, had violence, like, too. It actually had violence, too. It's, this is before censors were like... Oh yeah, you, you you can't have punching or kicking or or Spider-Man disturbing birds on, on the on <laughs> on, on the roofs. No, really. And what I love is everyone else who ever worked with the Fox sensors were was able to get the Fox sensors to like you know you know recreate and like you know say okay you can have this okay you can have that. But John Semper is the only producer that ever worked with the Fox sensors that like bent over backwards to please them. Tisk. Everyone else was able to get stuff by the Fox sensors, like you know, like you know, Animaniacs did all sorts of stuff that they should have never. Oh, that show was so good. They they got they got they got so much stuff through the sensors they should have never gotten away with. Like uh, like uh, there was this episode where uh, where uh, where it's like the 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 Warners are detectives and and, fingerprints. uh, Yes. 
And, and, and Dot looks at Prince, who she's holding, she says, I don't think so. That is the foulest joke I've ever seen on, on children's television. I love it. The foulest joke? Wait, really? Did you say foul? Yeah. I don't think... It... Dude, have you guys ever seen Super Babies? Ever. Super have you even heard of it? Oh, God. Super Babies. There's one show that I've seen for kids that really made me like violently disgusted, and I have like a really high tolerance for horror and grossness. Oh, it was so bad. We should do a podcast on that. <laughs> Super Babies. It's like a travesty against all that's good and right in the world. Ugh. Man, I like really. You know, you fucking completely misled me for this podcast. You're like, oh, no, we didn't watch a Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I... A Super Baby's a cartoon, or was it like. No, it's a fucking cartoon. It, like, it has like maybe four or five episodes. It was like a blip that disappeared. Wait, no. Wait, it was. Okay, were they live action or were they animated? It was animated. Okay, hold on. Oh, God, you guys really need to look at it. It's just really disgusting. I think it was made by Spumco after Ren and Stimpy. Oh, my oh God. no, I No, this. no, no, that was, um, that was Wonder Men Friends. What the fuck was that show called? I the got to mix up Gripping Friends. Ta- are you talking oh, about Mega Babies? No, no, uh, wait. What did I say before? Super Mega babies. babies. I thought you were talking about that that baby. Mega. Oh, I re- okay. Yes, I. F- I just- oh, mega baby. Sorry, guys. Do we no, no, no. I, I was like, I know what she's talking. The show about. that makes ripping friends look good. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Fuck Christ. Fuck that show. Oh. Yeah. What was with ripping friends? Why did that happen? Oh, it, ripping friends, yeah. It's just like a senseless tragedy, like like a Titanic crash. Like it's just, <laughs> oh man, bad things happen in the world. Oh, ripping friends. Oh. Ripping friends is just I'm angry at the world. Oh. Yeah, it was John Kay saying I'm angry yeah. at the world. Yeah, that's what I, I actually knew a guy who worked as an animator for Spumco on Ripping Friends, and I said, "Well, tell me about it." And he says, "I don't want to talk about it." Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, I need to reacquaint myself with that a little bit. I, I'm feeling masochistic. I gotta go back. I have to look again. At the Ripping it's Friends. Like, yeah, I have to go. I have to check it out. Maybe this guy I'll was upset it. over the over the hot dog bun gag that got censored. Oh my god! I remember that? Yeah, there was there was a joke about a about a hot dog and a hot dog bun that. Here it is. It's right here. Hugged he each was... other, and it was an obvious penis into a vagina joke. <laughs> here it is. It's it, it's fully animated. You can watch it right here. Watch it right wonder here. Fox censored it. I wonder why. I put it in the chat. <laughs> Oh, I can hear it. Yeah, ripping friends. Uh, okay, so even though I got the name wrong, Super Babies, Mega Babies, horrible shitty uh-huh. show, which of you guys saw this horrible, horrible atrocity? I do recall seeing something like it, but I don't, I don't remember exactly. Oh where my I god! Was. Oh my god! Showing them. Oh my god! It, 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 the shape of her mouth, the, the the bun girl, the shape of her mouth. Oh my god, this is so wrong. They, How'd they get away with this deal? Did they make a video game of Mega Babies? Because, like, maybe that's how I, I saw it. Cause... I don't recall a video game. I, okay. I have to look at this Ripping Friends thing now. Hot Dog Bun, I'm checking the face. Not Facebook. YouTube's. Hey, YouTube's, it's, help me. Wienermonger make... and Bun Lass. Whoa! Whoa, man! Whoa! 
Yeah, they made a video game of of Mega Babies and came. It was for Windows ninety eight, so that I possibly did see it. God damn it! It won't let me look. An error code. Please try again later. Oh, son of a bitch! Oh my god, I can't believe they got away with this. They kind of I mean, didn't. John, John K was was not just pushing the envelope. He was like, "What envelope?" And the funny thing is, uh, is is I I asked Neil, "Hey Neil, which Bumco guy moved over to SpongeBob?" And and Neil's like, uh, uh, "This guy. Why?" I'm like, and I showed Neil a clip of a of a of a recent SpongeBob, and he was like, "Oh God, that's gross." Yeah, you were like. There's this guy who used to be at Spumco who works on SpongeBob, and I'm like Vince Waller. <laughs> yeah. See, I know. Yeah, but when I showed you the clip, you were still like, ah, oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here it is. No, I don't want to look at it again. <laughs> it, it's a very Spumco-esque skit in the wrong way. Nice. When you see it, you'll you you, you yeah, will... yeah yeah I see it. Are you cringing? No. Wait, how are you guys looking at this all at the same time? Where are links? Where what? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh god. There's a there's a button on on the. It, it, it's shaped like a dialogue box from a cart comic strip. Yeah, it's probably over on the left. Oh 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 oh! oh I see it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is uh this was uh, th- this is way too far. Son of a bitch! It's not working. Why internet? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> That's so bad, isn't it, Neil? It's horrible. I, I can't watch it again. Uh, no, something, it, something about toenails being <laughs> ripped off just makes me very. Yeah. I just think of the U.S. government. That's not the worst thing I think I've seen. It is definitely like, oh, that, yeah, that would hurt. But I just, I just tweeted that I, I didn't tweet. I just went on the, <laughs> in your chat and says, Kitty Hawk just did another episode. Yay! Yay! Hmm. That's that's actually how we got most of our current fans from you, from your, your readers, Kitty Hawk. Oh man, excellent. Yeah, we we just keep finding excuses to have you on. I I mean, we we always appreciate having you on. Oh, thank you very much. But, <laughs> but thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, and and like I said, actually, you know, one of the things that pissed me off about the Fox Spider-Man series is is the fact that uh, Wikipedia says, oh, by the way, the Fox Spider-Man series was animated by TMS with help from some Korean studios. I'm like, uh, no, it's the other way around. Yeah, well, I mean... And, and the thing is, I was actually watching all the... Ep- I actually watched every single episode, and the credits all say TMS, and that's a damn dirty lie. Yeah, well, they, you know... TMS did something for the show? Well, they There's did only... Things? They did six episodes. There's yeah, I know, but... TMS in every episode. From the people who brought you Magic Knight Rare. And... <laughs> Just point out that, you know, they can do that. I mean, there's no, like, law saying they can't say 
TMS well, worked on the show. Well, well, actually, there is. It's a, I watch shows for the animation studio. I could say yeah. I I, worked, I went in looking for TMS, and there was no TMS. Well, That's but false advertising. Oh, but, were, but weren't the credits done by TMS? If no. they were done by if the credits were done by TMS, then they can claim TMS worked on the show. Isn't there approximately two seconds of TMS in every single episode? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Because of all the animation recycling they did on that show. There you go. There you I, go. I mean, we've seen recycling before from from Lou Scheimer, but no, this this show takes the recycling tool. I I know, and like they can claim TMS did the animation if they do the recycling, yeah, or if like do the credits. So actually, the funniest thing to me is when they recycle the when they recycle a scene just to, just to mirror flip it and use that exact same scene 15 <laughs> later like why would you do that because it saves money dude i'm sorry but that's been happening in animation since like you know forever <laughs> not, not the late i watched this show oh, come off it hannah barbera is like uh... is like tezuka was pretty bad about animation reuse i mean <laughs> I think what's offensive about it is just that they have a lot of asymmetrical character designs. It's like Peter Parker. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I will, I will give you that. Flips. Peter Parker's hair part flips. Oh, and, yeah. the, and the thing is this. You want to know why that Peter Parker looks different than any other Peter Parker ever? Because because uh, John Semper, the, the, the Lord and Savior John Semper, told the animator specifically, okay, you have to draw Peter Parker to look like Nicholas Hammond. Okay. And... Take a look at this picture of Nicholas Hammond and remember the Fox Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, I can see it. But then again, I'm also like, you know, S- Spider-Man gets re-envisioned every once in a while anyway, so I kind of gave a pass for that. I was like, oh, well, you know, okay, he looks like that in this series. Well, the, and He's always had kind of that kind of fluffy hair. The, the biggest thing is what I'm looking for is a Spider-Man series to be as important to the character as Batman the Animated Series was for that character. Because Spider-Man deserves a series that good. Well, but Spider-Man, okay, like, I will I will say, yeah, I, you know, it didn't really get into Peter. But the thing is, is that Peter's not a character you really get into. Peter's just sort of like, he's, he was supposed to be, like, the every kid except a little smarter who lived in the inner city, was given this gift. He squandered it first, but he learned how important it was, and he became a hero. And you're not really supposed to know much more than that. Um, whereas like Batman is like, is like a study into insanity. So, you know, and thank you animated series. You did a very, very good job of that. Uh, but Spider-Man, like maybe with the new Spider-Man, like, you know, um, in ultimate Spider-Man, maybe we can get a little bit more into the character, but like with Peter, it's just sort of like, I don't know. There really isn't much to Peter except for. I'm smart, and I'm in love with Mary Jane, and I make funny quips. Woo! Let me take a look at this. Let me take a look at this. I'm still looking at this. I mean, you can get into, like, him being a nerd, maybe, and being bullied and get into that stuff. But it basically, with him, you can just put whatever you want on him. The one thing that amazes me is the fact that there is not a single clip of this Robin and the Dreamweavers anywhere on the whole damn internet. Oh, jeez. There's not yeah. one video clip of this no. damn show, and I'm like, no. that's what's killing me, Neil. This is why I have to see it, because there's no, there's nothing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it for you. Don't worry. Or you could get it from those nice people. They, uh, they're they very trustworthy. They have good DVDs. Okay. So. Yeah. You know what I've always wanted to see, but there's no footage of it anywhere. <laughs> what? There were two Fat Albert uh, 
TV specials that were not animated by Filmation. What, which ones were those? Let's see here. They were very early 60s. Who animated them? Hanna-Barbera? I don't know. But it was completely oh. different. And I've talked to people who've seen it, and they're like, yeah, it's it's totally freaky different. I'm, I'm like, well, I have to see it. And apparently it's, it has not aired since then. Hey, 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 it's Fat Albert. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's... A, but it's... Uh, I thought it was on NBC. I, I, when, I used, when you mentioned that, I thought, oh my god, he's going to go into Savon Sailor Moon again. No. Wait, I think... I think See, that's... Neil always says that he wants a clean cut of that. I do. <laughs> it's funny. It, it, will be his, it will be his prized possession. It will. <laughs> Everyone wants that. It's funny. <laughs> okay, I might actually have seen this on video. I'm not even kidding you. Well, that's because that's because your your husband's a video hound. No, because I think actually I saw this at a con. Um, no, we don't actually. I don't think we actually own this. Well, wait a minute. Let me ask him. <laughs> so what is what is the crown jewel uh, for for lost videos, movies, or anything, Neil? Is it the day the clown cried? The the crown jewel. I don't know if I can call it the crown jewel. <laughs> I don't know that I actually want to watch that. <laughs> I almost want to. It's it's a Holocaust. What is this? Movie. We it's, talked about this, Kitty Hawk. Yeah, it's, it's the oh, Jerry that. Lewis the movie. Jerry that Lewis that no, I don't. I really, I really do not want to see that. But. That is one movie I don't want to see. It, it's like, oh well, great. That's awesome that that was found. Uh, what is it? What yeah. is it? Well, you remember in, in Animaniacs when they did a joke about the the clown that that. Sound like Jerry Lewis? That was based off of a really obscure Hollywood joke that only people in Hollywood knew before the internet was really popular. Basically, Jerry Lewis filmed an entire movie that's completely done that will never see the light of day because of lawyers stopping him. He still wants to release it because he thinks this movie is the one that will give him an Oscar. It's called The Day the Clown Cried. It's about a Jewish clown in the Holocaust that has that uh, not Jewish. He's actually a German clown that's in the Holocaust. That's thrown into a concentration camp because he makes fun of Hitler, <laughs> and and the SS make use of him by using him as a clown, entertaining the Jewish children, leading them like the Pied Piper into the into the ovens. Wow! <laughs> we should absolutely watch this, guys. Yes. Yes, I'm down. I'm down. How did I get convinced by that? <laughs> We'll have fun. We'll have fun, guys. Take y'all, 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 have, y'all have fun. Y'all have fun with that. <laughs> come like, on, Kitty like, Hawk. Come on. No, It'll be no, fun. thank you. No. Just the, only holo- the only Holocaust I get involved in is the robot Holocaust. Okay? Like, I just think it's so funny that Animaniacs made this very obscure joke that nobody would have gotten for ten years. But not, but, but if you consider, like, who was writing Animaniacs, that's like... Yeah, that may, they they were into some really obscure things. I really want to go back and rewatch Animaniacs. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I knew as a child. I'm like, oh. this shit's deep. I'm stupid. I'm a child. What the hell's going on? Actually, actually, they did one episode where they're making fun of other anime. They really, they really put the spurs to Lou Shimer. They 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 made fun of him. So Matt Albert, yeah, yeah. They they were so mean spirited when they made fun of him. Basically, they uh, Lou Shimer. They they called him like a 
like like something swimmer or something and he says well we don't do their kind of humor you know we say oh my god a comet hit that guy on the head but we don't show the comet it's we, we had stock footage and that that's our system <laughs> okay uh screen <laughs> okay about the fat albert cartoon yeah he says he doesn't have it but he can't get it oh my god yeah, he said also he's seen it at cons before, so I was right about that. So he thinks he can get he can get that, and he can get the Robin thing, and he has all of Robo all of that Robocop. Oh my God, it's he he is he is our Lord and Master. Okay, uh, so so if y'all are if y'all are down with doing like a Robin show, a Robocop show, and he can get the Fat Albert for you. At least he's not, he's not getting the Prince Albert for you, Neil. Nah. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was bad. So it, too, too yeah. much exposure to Kitty Hawk has corrupted me. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm full of bad ideas. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll tell him that we're we're on for that, and he'll he'll he will get the videos. Okay. It's uh, we might be doing Kenshin in two to three weeks. Oh, sweet. You're in. Yes, I am in for some Kenshin. Yes. We can talk about how shittily the TV show ended and how the OVAs are like WTF. Yeah, I've only seen the OVAs of that show. I need I need actually to watch the second uh, the second OVAs again. Sheshuan? Huh? Sheshuan? That's the name of the second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that one that, sucks. Yeah, I need to watch it again because that's like I remember the TV show pretty well and I remember the first OVA pretty well. I don't remember the second OVA very well. Mainly because sucks. Yeah, it, like like a lot of things, it was driven from my mind because I was like, "What the fuck is going on in this?" What if you this? have to remember it, it'll cause you an aneurysm. Because the whole the whole point is the guy who does the OVAs is like, "Oh, Kenshin's like a Greek tragedy." When the guy who did the manga is like, "Oh, Kenshin's a romantic comedy." Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Like, like I say, I give like, and we'll talk about this during the show. But like, I give the, a pass for the first set of OVAs because it was kind of like, okay, we're gonna do the serious Kenshin, but it's an OVA, and I was cool with that. That's fine. Leave it in OVA land. Except that the second OVA was even like even more depressing. It was like, what the fuck? Actually, my favorite, uh, my what I love is how the movie, the live action movie, is funny Kenshin. Yeah. Funny, well, funny, funny. I like Funny Kenshin better, but like I said, the OVA first set OVAs is fine because I kind of viewed that as this is Kenshin before he became funny. Well, before <laughs> he became funny, he was that he wasn't a serious guy. He was actually an arrogant ass. Yeah, but I'm I'm fine with it being like you know let's dramify it. But we, you know we can get into that. Hey, you guys, hey guys, uh-huh. I I want to say something. And for me and Jeremy, this is like an emotionally charged word. You only see it the height of your fucking rage. I can just say it because it's just like spasm on the ground, frothing in like disgust and rage. So I'm wondering if it'll have the same effect on you guys. <clears throat> Landlocked. Landlocked. You guys, it was um, fucking uh, Masamune. Wait, Shiro. Shiro. Yeah, Shiro did the designs for this animation. They actually stuck to his designs. You know how like Ghost in the Shell looks nothing like the comic. Well, that's because, that's, because, that's because his his artwork was extremely rough. It's it's a it's it's a credit to the animators that they were able to clean it up and make something that looked as clean as they did. How dare you talk about him that way? Anyway, so <laughs> landlocked. 
Hey, he did a lot of porn, but, it, you know, it's his, his porn and was I a lot cleaner. I love his porn. I love his porn. But, no. Okay, so, Landlock, <laughs> the thing that he designed the characters for, one of the shittiest of all animations I've ever seen. Like, it's so bad that, like, oh, God, you just want to claw your eyes out while you watch it. And that you guys haven't seen it, actually, I'm like, oh, you dodged a bullet on that one. Way to go. But I'm like, oh, I'm so resentful. I want to make everyone suffer as much as I've suffered. You guys should totally watch it. You should do a podcast on it. Okay. You get Jeremy. I, I, I just too. I just sent them a link for it. it. Is it so bad it's gonna make us cry for the movie? It, it doesn't yes. make any goddamn sense. It doesn't. Ma- it makes no sense. It's this a... is the. It like starts plot threads that it drops. The, the like just fucking just atrocity, atrocity. Yeah, it's so goddamn bad. So goddamn bad. So god. That should be the tagline for the movie. <laughs> you want to watch this because it's so goddamn bad. No, oh god, what was the name of that series that was really bad? That I, uh, oh, Chobits. No, Chobits is actually watchable until the end. Um, well, what god, was it? Damn it, damn it! What was the name of that? It was a, it had a fucking su- it had a fucking submarine in it, and it deep, was a, uh, uh, deep something something. It was shit. I did a review on this. It, it had a stupid ostrich. Submarine something something something. Um. Oh. Deep, uh, okay, it's... Uh... So I'm having a problem right now, you guys. Something about my internet's like, I'll let you be on Skype, but I won't let you open any new websites. No new websites for Zooey. I feel like maybe I need to reboot, or unplug my modem, or meow, meow, meow. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go do that. Okay, uh, so keep yeah. in contact with Neil, and uh, we'll try to get some future Yeah, if you want to be on any other episode, just let me know. I'm never letting you trick me into not preparing properly. I was I... like, I don't know what we do. <laughs> Kitty Hawk is like, and then this animation studio in like 1987 did anything like that. Like, yeah! Oh, that's 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 Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk is is is. Yeah, our... I, I kind of forgot that Kitty Hawk does prepare you hardcore. You son of a bitch! You kind of fucked me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, on my podcast, I don't know if you guys would listen to such trivial bullshit as my podcast with the uh, Disroyal podcast, but like, we don't like we just. Watch the fucking thing right before the podcast all together and like scream incoherently about it. There's so like it's pretty rare that we like randomly throw some facts in there, but most of it's like blah, 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 the whole time. No, 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 no. Sometimes I, I I'm like that too. It's just I really like animation. It's cool. I have something to say. I finally okay. my internet finally started acting like the internet again. I just looked Yay! at the landlock. I looked at the landlock trailer. Oh man, is that fucking thing completely misleading? It looks really good in the trailer. That it's looks, it still looks, de- it is a deceiving, com- I, it I is so deceiving that is, dude. That is a because de- you can't tell what's going on and I always know that means uh oh, this is going to be terrible. Yeah, oh, I, so I already know to stay away from this. No, no, you have to watch it. You have oh, to. Man. You have to. You have to know, man. You have to look. It's like looking into the abyss. Just have to. <laughs> okay, I'm actually going. I'm going, guys. Okay. It's been fucking sweet. Very uh, fun. It's been fun. Yeah. It I'm looking forward to our nice podcast. Huh? It was nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. I'm really excited. Like prepare, Neil. So I'm yeah, sorry. next time, man. Next time, I'm gonna say words and more of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night. Well, train. Train. Good night, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Night. Bye.
Super Sunday, the adventure series that gives you three times the excitement. Puts the future in your hands. And Bigfoot. Bigfoot and the Muscle Super Sunday. Robotics. Big Fun Jam.